KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in with economist David Fiorenza. We will talk jobless claims, housing, and more. So let's start with the job market. Uh, Initial claims for unemployment benefits down a bit, 2,000 to about 229,000 for last week. You know, once again, there's a little bit of movement, but we're staying pretty steady here in this like kind of 190 to 230,000 rate, which is really good, which is where we were. It's even better than where we were for the most part before the pandemic. And we're looking at still labor market conditions remaining very tight. Uh, which is something that you're going to see because of the fact that those who could retire did retire and those who uh, wanted to stay home and take care of children or even aging parents or sick parents are doing that now that the pandemic is almost behind us. You know, we know we added 390,000 jobs in May. I can't wait till next week's data because we're going to see what happens in the June employment report. It's interesting how unusual You know, we've got so many people talking about and, you know, legitimate concerns about a recession possibility on the horizon. How unusual is it to have those types of concerns with a labor market that's this tight? Well, this is one of the things that is actually rare to see if we are going to go into a recession to see a very tight, strong labor market and see low unemployment. Uh, Now, there have been times when you would see high inflation, high interest rates and high unemployment. But this time around, we're seeing low unemployment, which means people are still spending money. People are still out there, uh, maybe not as much as they did before. But I'm still looking at some of the Federal Reserve's what we call forecast for the second quarter, I don't see too many of them being negative at this point. I'm still seeing a few of them around zero. Uh, if that holds, we may not be in a recession. Now, the recession could come later this year or even into next year. We shall see. Jerome Powell uh, spoke to the House Financial Services Committee this week, uh, the chairman of the Federal Reserve. Uh, anything that really struck you from his comments? Well, he did actually admit to a certain extent, that they miscalculated inflation and people were all over him. It's a very large country, not sticking up for him or any Federal Reserve president or chair. But the fact that when you pour this kind of money into the uh, hands of the consumers and also the ARPA money, the American Rescue Plan money, into local and state governments, you're bound to have inflation. And I keep saying to everybody, what would have been the alternative? The alternative would have been 20 to 30 percent unemployment. The alternative would have been a quicker re, uh, recession, not that we're in one now, but we would have had a recession before if we did nothing. I think both administrations had to do something and they did what they thought was right, printing up money, even though it causes inflation. But I'm going to say this, there's people out of work. However, you 3.6% unemployment rate People are still employed. People are happy to have jobs. Uh, People want to work. Again, those who retired can retire and did retire. So that were the comments that uh, Jerome Powell uh, struck me, that they admitted to uh, the inflation that they over uh, or underestimated, I should say. Uh, The Fed, uh, led by Jerome Powell, their interest rate hike at the last meeting, uh, three quarters of a percent. Uh, Have you seen any impact from that? Anything kind of tangible where you can you you can tell that that rate hike had an immediate effect? Not right now, but the prior 
rate hikes did. I'm hearing from a lot of financial institutions and even people who will listen to our, our podcast and say to me, wow, my savings rate went up at the mutual fund companies and money markets, such as a Vanguard, which is right here in the Delaware Valley uh, in the Chester County area that employs 15,000 people. So a place like that, uh, the interest rates went up. I'm hearing from a lot of credit unions and they're showing signs of of people putting money back into certificates of deposit, where last year a, a certificate of deposit was maybe paying 0.4% for 12 months, and now it's paying 1.35. So you're tripling your money in that regard. There are some positives. Good. There's good and bad in every move that is made. And the good move that is coming from this is that some people who have money are starting to save more and seeing their savings rates. Those who are locked into the mortgage, good for you. If you had a variable rate mortgage, hang on because in a year or two, those rates will come down and maybe you're able to refinance your mortgage. Gas prices remain high around me. They have come down noticeably. Uh, I from where I live, the highest I saw uh, around me was four ninety nine. Uh, a gallon, and now I'm seeing 485, 483, and such. Uh, so we've got prices coming down a little bit. We've got, I know oil has come down relatively significantly in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we also had the president this week talk about he wants Congress to institute a, I think it's a three month uh, gas tax holiday at the federal level, and also hopes that states will follow suit. Uh, you're not a big fan of the idea of a gas tax holiday, correct? Correct. Uh, and I sound like a tax and spend kind of guy when I say this. I'm not in favor of lowering taxes, even if it's just for three or four or five months. People will get used to it. And my other concern is it's a great idea to lower the taxes. How do I know the oil companies, not the local service mom and pop stores? How do I know the low, the huge companies are, are going to lower their prices? How do I know states are going to lower their, their te- gas taxes for two or three or four months? My point being is that oil was about $122 a barrel on June 23rd. Um, uh, no, excuse me, on June 8th, it was $122 a barrel. On June 23rd, it was 104 It spiked up a little bit with the concern that the gas tax of 18 cents is, uh, decline is going to go through. And I know I hear a lot of people whining, saying it's not much money. Well, it could be $10 a car a week. You have two cars in your family. That's $20, $80 a month, $240 to $300 is good. My concern is what about those infrastructure projects? Uh, Where are we going to make up that money in that regard? So, Matt, you're right. I'm not a big fan of lowering the taxes, even if it's just for three months. Uh, Once you start lowering taxes, people get used to that idea. And that's the problem, I would think, is if you do do a holiday for three months, three months from now, it's going to be reinstated and all of a sudden people are going to wake up and wonder what happened. Why did gas go up 18 cents a gallon overnight? Right. And this may not be very good for those who want to get reelected in in the midterms as well, because you're looking at three months. July, July, you look at the beginning of October and people have short memories and they're going to say, what? The taxes went up. Uh, so you have to be careful of that. I think there's maybe some other ways to do this uh, long term in terms of looking at the oil companies and finding out what they're doing. Are they not doing enough exploration, enough research uh, on the oil fields here in America, off the coast? Uh, so there's lots of other things that can be looked at besides the gasoline tax uh, forgiveness for 18 cents a gallon. Let's talk a little bit about housing, uh, single-family home construction, 
uh, has come down. Permits to build more homes, and I'm talking nationally, not regionally. Uh, that's come down. Uh, prices uh, remain high. We've got mortgage rates rising because of the interest rate hikes. Uh, what are you seeing housing-wise? What do you think about the market The market right now? You're correct, Matt. Uh, you can take a look at the housing markets. They're probably 20% higher than they should be, the values of homes on a macro level. And I am starting to see a slowdown of certain areas, but I am seeing still the pockets of places in the country that have higher income demographics, uh, shore resort areas, Poconos, places that are resorts uh, in, in, in Jersey, uh, Delaware, where the housing market is still tight. The building permit market has slowed down a bit as well. However, people are still spending money to put in pools. They're still spending money to put in in-law suites, if you want to call it that. And they've nestled in because about 38% of the country is still working from home um, more than one day a week. That's almost 40%. So people are still spending, but not as much. I think the stimulus funds have now been spent and they're looking to see what other improvements we can make and this is what happens with economics. We go through trends. We go through ups and downs. We go through a roller coaster ride. And the roller coaster ride is going to take us back to equilibrium in the housing markets the rest of this year and into next year. What else are you keeping an eye on these days? Oh, great. Thank you for asking. I'm also taking a look at the fact uh, uh, that, the, that the U.S. Central Bank will be looking at maybe one or two more increases at the very least. And the fact that Fed Chair uh, Jerome Powell told lawmakers on Wednesday that he's trying to tame inflation. So I want to keep a keep a, a good look at that and find out what happened. We we have not had an increase of that kind of rate since 1994. At that time, the great Philly group Boys to Men had a number three song in the country. So hopefully Boys to Men will have another number three song this year. I don't want to see any more rate increases. I want to find out if this particular rate increase, as you asked me earlier, what can be done? Will we see some stabilization in the markets with inflation? We're trying to cool inflation, and, I, and that's what I'm going to be taking a look at. I'm also going to be taking a look at uh, not just the gasoline prices, but diesel fuel and find out what is going on with diesel fuel. It's Traditionally, it used to be less than gas, but in the last 10 to 20 years, it's actually creeped up higher than gasoline. I want to know why. Uh, is it price gouging again, knowing that a lot of truckers use diesel? Is it the fact that they're trying to make more profits? And don't get me wrong, Matt. It, uh, yes, capitalism is good, but to what price when it comes to profits? That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.